All right, guys, welcome back to the ALG podcast. I hope that you're all enjoying your week. By the time you listen to this, it will be Friday. So I hope you all have that Friday feeling. You're ready for the weekend. It's Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. I guess we have intro music now. looking for the weekend. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. We have intro music now. Um, We are joined today by a very special guest, my homie. I've been featured on his podcast, my man, Ben Primal Bro Phelps, not related to the swimmer, but that would be pretty cool. And we kind of have like half a celebrity on today, so you know he's, oh, he might be related yeah. to him. Yeah. And uh, be, as yeah, always, yeah. I'm uh, I'm John Arpino, Jr. Shirney, and I'm joined by my partner in crime, David Fit bam, bam, underscore D Rock Roden, Yate, who will now only be known as Dave. Oh, that was so funny. Just Dave. <laughs> I don't like Dave. I don't. <laughs> no. So before we hopped on the podcast, really quick, uh, David showed me a DM between someone, someone who's going to be a future guest of ours and a conversation with himself. And the guy referred to him as Dave, and I've never, ever called David Dave. So I was like, who the fuck is Dave? Who is this Dave character? And so now he's just going to be known as Dave. So uh, Dave, how's everything going today over there? Oh, in it's, just, it's just fabulous. It's just, it's actually, so we got the home gym now. And there is no better, I've never been so happy to feel sore in my entire life. Like I've worked out for four, four like strength training days in a row. And like my whole, it's, I just had leg day this morning. So you boys feeling her and yeah. uh, we started off slow. Like yeah. I in low ego, I put it up on social media. I mean, I literally started with zero weight squats, just kind of getting my way back into it. So that's great. Considering that's I haven't lifted in like 14 weeks. Yeah. Savages. That's wild. David, I'm, in, David, I'm not clear. I don't know if I, am I allowed, I'm allowed to talk. Oh yeah. No, oh, you're here. You're, you're on the show. Away. Oh guys, uh, it, oh, it's Ben Phelps. Guys. Roll in. <laughs> Yeah. I uh re- you're uh Dave, sorry Dave. not here. Uh, I'm not positive like where you're located, but are you? Are gym still closed? Is that why you went home? Michigan, yeah. Michigan, yeah. Hundred percent, yeah. Our our governor's a savage. Yeah. Strip clubs are open, dude, but not the gyms. It's Don't even get me central. started. <laughs> if, if if you guys saw what came out in New York the other day, it's it's absolutely well. Everything is allowed now. We're basically we're back. Uh, they put out a big thing about weddings now, so like you could have. You can have 50 people at a wedding. You can't, you can't dance. The, the bride and the groom can only have a dance together and a dance with their in-laws. You have to sit there and all stare at each other. Schools, all school districts are allowed to go back. You go to the bank. You go get your hair cut. You go get your nails did. You get your eyebrows done. You go get your car washed. But you know what you can't do? You can't get go yoked. to the gym. <laughs> you can't get yoked. And this is a problem. And this is why when I run for president in the next four years, I'm going to change all that. Okay? <laughs> Because a vote Dane's for JR is a vote for Dave. It's like a, evidence of a bigger problem. I was at the store the other day, and they have one of those, like, help yourself salad bars in the middle. They still have uh, that? Well, so there's yeah. a sign on top of it that says, like, temporarily closed, COVID restriction, yada, right. yada, which is like, oh, that's, I'm fine with that. I respect yeah. that. The, the whole thing's, like, uh, closed up and turned off, and then they have candy set up on a display all the way around. <laughs> I just found... Wait, and you could touch said candy? You're allowed to go over and... Well, like bags of candy, essentially, oh, like okay. think about like Halloween, right? Okay, they okay, have okay. all that stuff out so that people right. can buy it. But I love that they, I love the visual of we close the salad bar because of COVID. And but here's here, candy. Here's, well, here's some candy. Right, yeah. Here's some candy. <laughs> you can't go to the gym, but... You know. But... <laughs> 
Here's some you, candy. Here's some candy. Here's some candy. Right. Here's that's some candy. a solution for everything. That's how what you should run on when you run for president. Yeah. See, the yeah. issue is now, since we even brought up the word COVID, you understand now this this episode's gonna get shadow banned and no. Yeah, no, gonna, this episode's gonna, not even gonna air now. Edit me, just edit me out. Just pretend <laughs> put like the dolphin noise over top of it. Like, <laughs> Every time COVID said yeah. just like just like <laughs> perfect. So Ben, um, before we even get into your story, where are you from? I'm in, I'm from Virginia. Oh, that's right. That okay. is right. We had that conversation. Yes. Yep. I wasn't far from you when I did the, uh, the Tough Mudder two years ago, right? Yeah. You're, 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 you're like, you were essentially uh, like an hour and a half-ish, maybe two hours north of me. So like, yeah. that, we could have made that work. We could have made that work. We'll make that work in the future. Was, yeah. Timing was yeah. terrible. But no, we'll make that work in the future. So I'm really happy that you decided to hop on the podcast today. Uh, when we sat down and we had a conversation on your podcast, I thought it was a great time. For those that don't know Ben, Ben, is, well, he has the Primal Bro podcast, which I love. I think it's awesome. The, the Primal podcast, right? Is that how you Primal, say it? Primal Brocast. Oh, the Primal Brocast. Yeah. Excuse me. Yep. And um, before we hopped on air, <clears throat> uh, Ben said something that I, I really like because uh, David, and, well, Dave, Dave and Ben, Dave and Ben were discussing, you know, their dietary um, lifestyles. And what did you say before we hopped on the air, Ben? Uh, is it insulting if I don't remember? Oh, it is actually. You just you just ruined the whole podcast. Oh my gosh! Because you I had talked a really to so many quote. people. I talked, oh. and it was before we recorded it. I lost the gold. You yeah, know? you did. You That's did. It. You did. You lost the gold. Um, he said that he's very dietarily homeless. Oh, before this podcast? Yes, before I, this one. No, yeah, yeah, this yeah, one. I yeah, feel almost dietary, uh, like in a dietary sense, homeless. Like there's no banner that I fall under. Uh, so strongly. guilty. Yeah, yeah, that I feel like. I don't think that my answer is the answer for everybody. And I think that, that most people have a hard time just like making that distinction. Like, right. This worked for me. So clearly this is the only solution that everyone should do. Well, that's what, that's why I, I, I like um, this community because in this community, I think we've, we've all really learned and come to terms with the fact that uh, our lifestyles are not one size fit all. And like, so I don't use that word diet. It's a very dirty word where I come from. But when you talk about a diet, everyone automatically says, okay, I get on the diet. I'm on the same diet as Jim, Bob, and Steve. And we're all doing this diet together. And well, I don't understand, you know, Jim and Bob lost 55 pounds. Steve lost, you know, seven pounds. And I, and I'm, you know, I gained four. So like, and that's why, you know, it's not a one size fit all type of scenario. So I know you kind of do keto carnivore kind of you eat a lot of meat uh yeah. you know you post if you a story. want to put a label on it if you want to yeah. put a label on it it's definitely keto and then you can dive deeper into that where you can call it mm -hmm. carnivore and start to split hairs and all that but like yeah, yeah, yeah. i have pickles and avocado occasionally cauliflower wow. that's dirty oh, you sure you could do that yeah. Wait, that's lectins? against the rules wow yeah. anti-nutrients that's my favorite term that i've heard in the last two years is anti-nutrients and talking about like plant anti-nutrients like their defenses right from being eaten which makes yeah. sense i understand it it's just yeah. it's missing the bigger picture for most stop, of yeah, of stop eating like an asshole 100 i actually have uh, speaking of my podcast i'm going to plug it again Go ahead. I, have an, I have an episode uh that i did with a gentleman who lost a significant amount of weight and the title of that episode is don't eat like an asshole because really that was <laughs> absolutely what it comes down to yeah man i mean and i feel like that's what it really does come down to at the end of the day it's about you know not eating like an asshole and uh changing up your whole lifestyle. So take us through, I don't even want, I don't even want to, I don't even want you to dive deep into the story yet. First of all, let me know how much have you lost? Where, where, where did you start? Where are you now? How much have you lost? Take me that, that route real quick. Uh, 
So starting point in terms of the heaviest that I ever saw. Oh yeah, I'm, ta- I'm talking about Big Papa Ben. Yeah, yeah. He was 333 pounds and I'm six feet just for yeah. reference, I suppose. Okay. Uh, so it's 333 pounds and uh, it's funny because the only reason I had stopped weighing myself at home because the scale we had at home only went up to 300 pounds. So I'd stand on it and it would like pretend it was going to get it and then it would just go error. So yeah, you give up on that. You just give up on that eventually. Uh, but I go to the doctors and obviously they can weigh someone that's 330 pounds. Uh, so I went from there. I did, uh, that was like the heaviest I got. I had my like whole, my aha moment. We can go as deep into whatever as yeah. we want. Uh, but after that, I got down to about 209. Uh-huh. Um, I had kind of a heavy spot in life. I don't know, rough mental part of my life, uh, okay. that I'm comfortable to talk about now. Obviously at the time it was, uh, awful. Right. <laughs> but so that made me gain weight, it gained about 80 pounds back. So I got up close to the 300 pound mark again. And then it started. And then I had like the, the second aha moment. And this one kind of seemed to stick. Uh, but I rode that from about the 285, 289, somewhere in that neighborhood down to 178. That was the lowest that I okay. ever saw. Uh, 178 felt real scrawny. Yeah, six real, foot yeah. 178. You're getting down it there. Was, it, it was not, it, it wasn't aesthetically, it wasn't a good look. And, and that kind of messed with me mentally too. It was just like, I was just, how did you head. feel? How'd you feel being that lean? I felt pretty good. I didn't we talk feel, about like, did you, could you see abs and everything too? Or were you, I could, I could see four, four out of a six pack because okay. admittedly, because of the number of times I've lost a significant amount of weight and how quickly the weight loss gain happen mm-hmm. i do have uh you know loose skin stretch yep. marks type thing on my stomach. no way yeah, no. yeah believe it or not i know i'm in good company here we can wait, 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 wait. this is wait, a you didn't do space. it works and the wraps just sucked away skin right well the wraps are <laughs> the wraps are on the way i'm supplementing with teas right now there you go so the wraps come in there you go but uh but no I so am- i could see four out of the six and to me it was like that's a win uh but now like this morning i was 196 uh, I can still see some ab definition, not as much as I could at 178. Right. But when you factor that into the, like everything, the whole package, uh, visually, I look much better. Uh, and if you want to get into the non-vanity parts of it, um, at that same doctor's appointment, when I found out I weighed 333, they talked, they gave me the cliche discussion, like, okay, well, diabetes is going to be a concern in the future and your blood right. pressure is high. So if you can't get this under control, then we might want to talk about medicine. And I never went i guess it never got so bad where i pulled the trigger with medication right. or anything like that but it was it was a conversation and just having a conversation was enough for me to start to wrap my head around really changing something mm-hmm. uh and the last time admittedly that i had any kind of doctor's panels or anything done uh i was closer to that 178 than i am today uh and everything was good which i'm happy like it seems normal. Like, I guess it's, I tell people that I'm like, Oh, you know, like I'm healthy yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, no one cares. Cause it's like, yeah, you should be obvious, right. <laughs> but like yep. for reference, I don't know. Context matters. Right. So for me, it's like, yeah, but this, you this know, how hard it was for me to get this lackluster reaction out of you. Like how much work had to go into telling you that right. like, look how much healthier I am. Look how much better I look. And they're like, yeah, you should. Yeah. yeah. You don't, you don't get congratulated for things you're supposed to be doing then. That's fair. That's dumb. You know, that is very fair. But, it's- uh, it's a, it's a, it's an argument that's a little. It's kind of like the all one diet all for, for everyone, right? It's right. A little too black and white. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm excited. So, so two things that number one most important thing with me in, in life when it comes to podcasts, when it comes to 
anyone I'm taking advice from, I'm taking a position on hearing, it's like, okay, do they have results? Right. Like that, that's, that's step one. I think in today's age with the internet, you got a lot of loud people that have never done anything, but they sound convincing. But then when push comes to shove, they have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but that's why, I, that's why I'm coming full circle here. Uh, I love the fact too, that I actually have someone on the same stage as me that you took your time with your weight loss. I'm yes. so excited for that part when we get into it. Uh, because we've had like four straight people of, I lost 220 pounds in a year. And I'm like, I love and hate you yeah, so much. <laughs> I'm happy for you, but I feel worse about myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it took me almost three years to lose 170 and you did 200 plus in a year. I'm like, okay, okay. Make me That's feel funny. bad. Right. You know, it's, I feel attacked. It's not one size fits all guys. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. And but, um, honestly, a lot of times when people do have that big one year weight, I find that their heaviest and their worst spot was in a worse place than mine. So I can yeah. kind of draw myself back. Right. And like, okay, right. well at least I was never here and had yeah. to deal with this. And Super this. Dark. Well, see, yeah. I mean, from, from, you know, all my, all my years of weight loss, um, I I've, I've noticed that you don't really, you don't encounter people that kind of started in like the 300 pound realm. And then they turn around and be like, Oh yeah, I lost 120 pounds in like, you know, six months to a year. Like you just don't hear that. It's, it's more, it's more the individuals like myself who were, you know, 500 pounds, 440 and above that are like, yeah, you know, I lost my first hundred in the first eight months to a year because Mm -hmm. you're just, you're so high up on the mountain that the yeah. momentum is just going to fucking take you down. Well, and it's kind of like drastic times call for drastic measures. So like that too, you get more extreme with you. I don't want to say overcorrect because obviously correcting is a good thing to do in the first place, but you swing hard right back just as hard as you were going this way. You go back the other way. Right. So, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Momentum and Albert Einstein and all that cool stuff. <laughs> what physics um, and whatnot. Yeah. 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 Apples and trees and whatnot. Uh, but uh, so Ben, were you, I mean, I, listen, you were not, you were not 400 pounds, you know, you were, you were in the upper threes. Um, were you always heavy as a kid? Was it like, you know, were you, had, did you have a weight problem when you were in school? Uh, you know, do you come from a more obese background? Um, which is my favorite thing in the world. Obesity runs my in my family. My family's fat. Runs no, nobody, runs, fat. nobody runs in your family. That's just what it is. Nobody, nobody runs, runs in your family. So I, <laughs> mine. Hey, listen, that's just what it is. Oh nobody my God. I never, that is a funny joke. I like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you, so almost ruined the, you almost ruined the punchline. But it's like, <laughs> oh God, that was funny. Um, no, I see. So yeah, I've always been uh, a big kid in different contexts. So like in, when I was born, I was a large baby. And then I was like, always uh tall long right and as i got into school you'd see like like early on maybe kindergarten i was definitely taller than all the other kids yeah maybe a little bit bigger and then as as like years progress and you watch the development i kept i i didn't my proportion proportionally i didn't stay that much taller than them everybody caught me but i was losing them in the other direction yes and i was winning that race yeah uh so weight was definitely always a problem to the point where like my parents would talk to me about it like, you know, in a concerned way, uh, but also sadly, like an uneducated, some like, right. They, yeah, yeah, they yeah. did their best. And that's again, really cliche or like stereotypical to say, but they really did. They tried to help me. Uh, and I just didn't really listen. There was one time when I was 15, uh, where I did try to lose weight. And, and it's funny because I can look back on it. It's something my dad called the Rambo diet. Um, the because brain. we are, we are, my dad and I was, our big thing was always like, 
the like terrible action movies. So like Chuck Norris, Sylvester okay. Stallone. Let's go. Jean-Claude, yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. Uh, even Steven Seagal movies, the earlier ones, not so much yeah. the later ones, but we were always really big into that. And like Above Sylvester's, the law. <laughs> yes. Like a, that's not a bad one. Uh, Rock, <laughs> Rocky is my favorite series and we're big Sylvester Stallone fans. Fact. And he's shredded in Rambo, right? There's no doubt about it. In all the movies. And it just oh, gets yeah. progressively more shredded each you time. You want to know how I was able to do uh, Rocky 15 in my 70s? <laughs> Steroids. <laughs> steroids. <laughs> right. And we'll get to that later in the... No. <laughs> so when I was 15, I did steroids. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, my dad put me on steroids. No, he, we... Uh, it was a joke. It was like, well, if you want to look like that, you have to, like, you know, you got to eat right. And that is, as we all know... That is a very vague statement. Eat yep. right. Oh God, yeah, eat right. That's it my favorite. Mean one. a thousand different things. Yeah. Um, but he put me on a Rambo diet, and my favorite thing to do, looking back on it now, is laugh because it was very. Um, I I can't remember if we started recording before or after I mentioned this. Uh, so I oh no, I'm dietarily homeless. So uh, yes, you are dietarily homeless. Very keto right now, right? And keto is kind of like what works for me. That's like a good home base. Mm-hmm. Um, uh huh. Uh-huh. So, but then I was eating, it was a meal. Every single day I'd eat the same thing. It was tuna fish, green beans, and cheese sauce. And it was that mixed together. And uh, oh. it wasn't necessarily the best thing, but it tasted good what enough. What the fuck is cheese sauce? sauce? Uh, you know the, the ragu? Like the, you would never buy any sauce that Goodbye. ragu makes. Have a nice day. I'm yeah. off. Yeah. Goodbye. It wasn't red. <laughs> it wasn't red. It was cheese. Uh, but they sell like a cheese one. So I'd open that and you just top that off on your dry green beans and tuna fish and mix it up. And I did that for like, months that was basically the only thing i ate i'm not uh, hating ex- but i'm hating except on the weekends <laughs> uh and it was funny because it was very ketogenic and i do remember like losing weight with that and then but then i was 15 so it was like keto I lost, was never a thing then there was, was no, no such thing as even, keto then yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah i don't Atkins, even know Atkins, i was gonna say i don't even know if atkins, atkins was popular then or not i'm sure it was around yeah. uh but it wasn't on my radar i just did this thing that my dad came up with and was like oh it worked that's i mean he was right i guess right <laughs> Um, yeah right but i was 15 so i didn't really look at it from like a longevity yeah it wasn't like okay now i gotta keep doing something to stay here it was like done i hit a point where i felt like oh you look good time to just go back to what you were doing before oh that's Uh, that diet thing that's that there's that nasty oh my gosh that's a i heard that's a bad word in new york yeah it's uh, a terrible word in new york that's like ragu (laughs) (laughs) it's like ragu got me me. you're two for two today yeah the uh but yeah, I just, you know, I came off it, went back to what I was doing. And then from that point, maybe 16 or whatever, it was just a slow progression uh, through life. Uh, never within, not really with any more downward trends, just gradually upward until, until 330. So what's your, what's your earliest memory of your parents actually sitting you down and being like, hey, Ben, you're fat? <laughs> I was, I was in middle school. I'm not positive how old I was, but it was part of, it's, it's almost insulting, I think, to look back on because it was like part of a conversation about, uh, you know, being self-conscious and being nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's how it always comes. I don't want to talk about a, I don't necessarily want to say like a birds in the bees conversation. Yeah, but yeah, it was no, but I understand. To that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it was kind of like, well, hey, no one's going to be, I mean, they Attracted didn't say it like you. this. They didn't no, say it like I, this, I know but exactly no one's going to be into you if you're fat, yep, right? Yep, Basically. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, nobody was really overly worried about my health until I was more of an adult than that. So yep. that concern kind of came in. But when I was younger, it was more just like, Oh, if you're heavy, you're not uh, attractive. It means obviously they worried about my health, uh, but yes. it wasn't like the concern, which yes. I feel like maybe it 
would have been more important. Uh-huh. And not that I don't think either of those messages would have resonated though, honestly, because I don't think I would have. In I was one ready or not the other. Ready. Yeah. yeah, they could have no, said it however they wanted. I just wasn't at the point in who I am, right, to be ready mm-hmm. to take that. I, in. I think it's a little weird, and it and it's kind of weird if you look at it in this context. But I think when you are an an overweight child or an obese child, there comes a point in time where your parents are pretty worried that you're never going to get laid or you're never going to find somebody because you're heavy. And they don't want to come out the gate and be like that. But I, I specifically remember going into middle school and my parent, my dad looking at me and being like, you know, eventually you're going to want a girlfriend. And I'm just like, <laughs> my dude, like I am, I'm 10 years old. I still play with wrestling action figures and uh, I watch Monday night nitro. I don't give a shit about a female. And he's like, you're, you, you wait and see yeah. you. You, you do, you wait and see. All right. And then, and then actually I remember a, in, in like later on middle school, right before I made the transition to high school, uh, a gym teacher. Cause I, I used to, I used to have to do um, book reports for gym because I was a insurance liability. I was too heavy. I couldn't participate in gym. So she, I'm sitting there with a kid who was like towards ACL and he had to do book reports too. And, but he could still play gym. And she looks at me and she goes, don't you want to have sex one day? and i'm like what now this is a teacher and i'm sure if i ever told anyone this she probably would have lost her job but she was really cool you think she's coming on you no no, she definitely wasn't coming on me no 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 no, no. i think she batted for the other team not that there's anything wrong for that but she definitely batted for the other team yeah so so she looks at me she goes don't you want to have sex and i'm like yes i would like to have sex not with you but i would like to have sex she goes well how do you expect to have sex when you're so large and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god! God damn, Miss Campbell, savage. Jesus, she's trying to find leverage. I respect it from my no, yeah, standpoint. That, that's exactly that's exactly what. It, looking back now, it was like, hey, she's worried about you getting it in, big guy. Like you need to, you need to get a hold on this. But yes, it's weird. It's trying it's to find thing. something that motivates you. you know? Yeah, like maybe yeah. you care about this. I don't know. No, yeah, like yeah. honestly, that that's that's up my alley because I'm, you know me, I'm the mental guy. I logically yeah. try to think. It's like that's just trying to find leverage. Like I, I love. Um, it was it um not TD Jakes, but it was uh Les Brown. Les Brown talks about how um he's like dealing with this guy who's who's significantly overweight, and he's talking to him, and he's like, "Don't you want to do it for your health? Don't you want to do it for this? And what about your kids?" And then yeah. finally, he gets to this point where he goes, "Just so you know, when you're when you're more than a hundred pounds overweight, there's a decent chance you get erectile dysfunction." And the guy goes fuck no and he this guy loses like 100 pounds because he got he finally got triggered emotionally where it's like wait my penis is gonna stop working okay yeah. this is getting bad i need to figure yeah. this out yeah <laughs> yeah they're like diabetes nah yeah. everything else is man you you find find something you gotta find that thing <laughs> your dick won't work fuck. All right, <laughs> but that's the whole point just like a overseeing looking down on this conversation right now again right. like at it, it, and even even from your the you and I are both very dietarily homeless, but this idea of figuring out what works for you and being results focused, like I don't know, like right. it's, that's what gets so frustrating sometimes when people hit you up and they're like, "Tell me how to lose weight," and I'm like, "Okay, we can have a conversation. We can start figuring things out for you, but let me just give you your macro count and just go figure it out." Like that's just not it doesn't work. That's a, I hate that conversation, dude. I, and I hate, like, I love, I love when people hit me up and that, you know, they want help. They definitely, they, they're looking to change their lifestyles. Mm-hmm. They're trying to find a better way, but I, I can't stand the DMS that are just very blunt out the gate. How did you do it? What can I do? Give me a grocery list. 
it just doesn't work like doesn't that. Work. Do you like, guys get the? Do you guys get the like? How much do you eat? Or because like for yeah. me, especially with keto, right? They're like, hey, I want to do keto. How many times a day do you eat, and how much? It's like, well, that's me. That would yeah. do you almost no good. Are you right. are you working out? Are you not working out? Are you lifting? Right. Are you not lifting? Are you doing cardio? Right. Are you not doing right. cardio? How much water are you drinking? How much? But in the same male, female, five foot, seven foot. But also in the same breath, I mean, I've lived that other way so i've been that guy sending that dm and i've been that guy receiving that dm so i understand why people feel the way they feel when it comes to weight loss because we're kind of always taught it is a one size fit all if you do xyz you will have xyz results mm-hmm. but you know when you play the game and you're actually involved in the league you notice hey it's a lot harder to get into the playoffs than it is you know the, that they make it seem you know, so you have to you have to come up with a game plan. So so now, Ben, you're you're 12 years old. Your dad kind of looked you in the eye and said, "Hey, don't you want to get laid one day?" And um, where are you from this point? Um, you you're you're on the Rambo diet. It kind of works, and then you're you're, you're satisfied with where you're at. So you kind of go back to your old habits. What are your old habits like? What was your how were you eating when you were you know obese or overweight or whatever? Uh, so it. Uh, it was a gradual progression. So like when I was younger, it was more, when I was younger, the big thing was that my parents both worked. Um, Like my dad would leave Monday morning and get back Friday night. And then my mom worked all day, Monday through Friday, she'd come home at night. So my grandparents watched me and they were like the worst people in the world at saying no. Oh, that's Grandparents are always like that. Yep. Me too. So it was like, they, I would have just noodles for dinner. Like I can look back on it now in the frame of the things that I know, right? So I'd have like just noodles, no protein or anything for dinner. And then oh. there would always be dessert. That was all like non-negotiable. Oh, yeah. And, and to varying and des- degrees. And dessert, what's the dessert choice here? I, I, you got to talk naughty to me. What are, we, what are we working with here? Uh, regret, so the cobblers were my favorite thing. She'd make lots of peach things. Cobbler. She'd buy things. Apple is my... Uh, Apple, I'm a, I'm a peach cobbler kind peach of guy. Peach is good. Look, I'm not going to discriminate. I'll take a bear, blackberry cobbler. I'm a big cobbler fan. So like, general. all right, guys, I, I eat very Italian. My pastries are Italian. What's what's a cobbler? Is that like a stuffed pie? Pie is always stuffed. So what the fuck is a cobbler? It's like a pie, but better. That's the first thing I would say. Right. Uh, right. Because it's less crust, more filling, which is Ooh. kind of a better ratio to, yeah. of, uh, of texture. The, you know? the crust you know, that, on that, top is like That's what they call like me. They call up. me less crust, more filling. That's, yeah. you know. Less crust, <laughs> more filling. <laughs> ALG podcast less crust more filling bang 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 love it less crust more filling boom that's gonna be my go-to line now for the rest of the week less crust more filling (laughs) I'm dying all right so cobblers oh so yeah so I mean really it was just anytime I wanted to eat they would let me eat so you know that slowly starts to be a little bit more and a little bit more and then I'm old enough to stay home by myself and my parents mainly just check how much food's in the house, restock it to a certain level, and then ignore it. There was, there was never, I, guess, I don't know if they were paying attention or not, but there was never yeah. a conversation or um, a discussion or even an awareness. Very similar to my house. Of like, of, you know, like, oh, we, how do we already go through this box of, well, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, fruit sorry, bowl. mom. Yeah, <laughs> but she would never say that. It would just be there again. Like I'd finish mm-hmm. the box and then within three days, whatever the thing was, it was, was back. Gone, was back, yeah. yeah. So uh, again, that's a, a certain level of freedom and I didn't change anything about the way that I ate. So I just kept eating. Kept so you didn't eating. even have to sneak eat. You just ate. No. I'd be great. home a lot of time by myself. Yeah. So it was like, I mean, I guess it was sneaky in the sense of like nobody saw me, 
Right. Uh, but they weren't checking the trash can and I had like ample time to sneak. You know what I mean? Easiest bank heist ever. Yeah. Oh, I feel you. <laughs> but, uh, and then I get, you get, you get a license. And then once uh-huh. I start, once I start driving, I get a job. I worked at Domino's free pizza flowing all the time. Wow. Eat while, eat while I'm there, take one home because someone ordered something, we made it wrong. And then like, they don't want it. So we end up have like having to keep it right. That type of thing. Yep. So there's a, there were ample opportunities throughout to eat. And I just developed really bad habits. And I know that that sounds overly simple. That's how it was for me. So yeah, yeah. It was I just, love that. it was just like a bad, like I had no concept for what I was doing. It was like, mm-hmm. people would say, I, I honestly thought I didn't even think about calories. Right. It was more of like, well, if I wanted to be healthier, I would just eat salads. But I, if eating salads to me still meant eating five, like housing them, right? Like eating an amount of salad that would make people feel disgusting. And just dousing it in ranch. Oh, obviously. Just, obviously. Yeah. It's like, Obvi- yeah. You, you just, just one of those little packets alone, it's like 600 calories. And you're not yeah. eating the rest. You're like, I'm going like, to need two more of those. Right. Yeah. No, a lot Can I have a salad with six cups of ranch, please? <laughs> I'm eating a salad. Yeah, and a salad, Diet Coke. It's healthy. Right? And a Diet Coke. That, <laughs> yep. Diet Coke. And that's. Uh, I honestly, I was a big soda person and yep. if I can isolate one change, like I made a lot of changes, a lot of drastic changes. I've gone through a lot of versions of being healthier and dieting and stuff like that. But if I Very could, pinpoint, if I could pinpoint one thing, uh, that was probably like the biggest detriment and then benefit was the soda. So it was hurting me yep. the most. Right. And then when I cut it out, that probably gave me the most benefit because that's just like mainlining calories and calories sugar. and sugar yeah. and you know what's funny to me with that i, I think I, I bring it up quite a bit because i think it's so important because so when it comes to pop soda cola whatever the fuck when it comes to pop so obviously regular is the worst duh but even diet yes it's not calories and i'm not going to say it's it's like just as bad as regular which is just bullshit like it's not as good as water, obviously, um, but it's it's it sits somewhere in the middle. It's not you can't just drink diet like it's water and expect it not to do things. The synthetic sugars, all this kind of stuff, it, it just does stuff to your brain, gets you hooked on synthetic sugars. Um, but when I was in high school, I was drinking somewhere between twelve to twenty diet cokes a day cans. Jesus just, Christ! Wow. Ha- I not, I've never talked about this. No, I'm, not oh, that I'm, many. I'm blown bro, away in, in good and bad me. ways. Bro, like yeah. literally, we, we go to Sam's Club or Costco and the, the big 48 packs, we'd come home with like six of them. Just, the and, but th- this is where things get interesting. I'm not kidding you. So big thing is like, if, if, you can, if you can come from a position of saving money to my dad, it's like two plus two yeah. is four. Oh my God. It's like we have the same dad. So, <laughs> and so I went to my dad and I was showing him how he would save money by putting oh, a, this fountain diet, yeah. Yeah, a fountain diet Coke machine in the house. And I got him this close to putting a fountain diet Coke machine in our house. And I just, I just look back on like how many, how many diet Cokes I was drinking a day and just like, even, but it's like, yeah, it's obviously better than regular, but I mean the synthetic sugars and how it does stuff to your brain. It's, it's definitely not ideal. And, uh, but it's just fascinating when I, I got rid of pop almost completely. I can't usually have a diet every so often, but when I just getting that out, it helps with food cravings. It helps with a lot. Yeah. Um, cravings would be the big one for me. That's what, like, as soon as you start talking about how diet wasn't like 
entirely so, like i don't even want to say safe it just sounds so extreme when you say it right but like mm-hmm. diet soda like you said is leaps and bounds beyond the original version but it doesn't come without its own yeah there's still yeah, issues yeah everything oh, has its own drawbacks yeah so since you guys are like the the pops of pop what's the difference between a diet and this like coke zero bullshit like so i i, I was never a big soda versus, it's the synthetic sugar they use aspartame the zero sugars i think mostly use sucralose i think okay and the and then aspartame is like traditional diet soda like yeah. diet coke so that's like, like sweet that. low, one has sweet and low the other has stevia is yeah and like then basically yeah. Yeah. and if you want to if you want to play the game the science guy Ooh, here he comes aspartame is worse than sucralose right so yes. if you want to start hierarching stuff aspartame is the worst of the yeah, synthetics yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'm not i'm not the science guy but even i know that i got it now were you guys did, were you guys the type to order a diet coke with a lemon in it because i was that no. guy no? no is that no. just like a new york that's, thing yeah that's is it? yeah it's at least a new york thing, thing. It's, <laughs> no 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 no. it's not just a me thing gotcha. i'm telling you right now no yeah yeah you go somewhere and someone orders a diet coke it's always with a lemon so i just thought that was like the norm oh someone in the alg squad sent me a a, a, a picture of them drinking because because diet dr pepper is like my if i want to like get like a, a treat that's like one of my yeah. go-to's and she sent me a Diet Dr. Pepper cream. And I'm like, I'm not a cream soda guy. Don't like cream soda. Don't, really? Not a fan. Nope. I've yeah, never I really think that's a big New York either. thing, too. Because yeah. we're a big, like, nope. if, you, if you go somewhere, there's a lot of cream sodas. There's a lot of black cherry colas. Um, See, I like a, a lot straight. of like that. Diet yeah. Coke, simple. Really? Diet Dr. Right. Pepper, simple. I was, a, I was more of an iced tea guy. I liked soda. Soda gave me a lot of agita. It gave me heartburn. So I was mm-hmm. way more of like a, a, a iced tea kind of guy. And then just water. Like, I, I'm like one of those weird fat people that just didn't actually drink soda. I ate my calories. I had no business drinking them. Yeah. Didn't care about it. Wasn't, I was wasn't pretty good at both. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually, I technically didn't drink my calories because, I mean, other than like, say, milkshakes. I mean, I drink my milkshakes. But, oh, Jamocha shake from, uh, from Arby's. <sighs> I, hey, I, I think it's Spanish to me right now. I don't know what that is. The Arby's Jamocha shake, man. I've never had one, but I do know what you're talking about. I think in my lifetime Dangerous. in New York, I've seen three Arby's. Now they're starting to get more popular, but we never had Arby's here. I, I'm not a huge fan just because they're a fast food that costs too much, personally. But Jamoga Shakes, though, they're delicious. You're more of a dollar menu type of fast food guy. No, I'm not. But there was just something to wrap. It was too much. Like, I would go into an Arby's. I mean, I go to like a Taco Bell. And there you go. Now you're speaking my language. Pound, well, yeah. Like a 400-pound David at Taco Bell, you're dropping – 18 bucks no 30 30 Maybe. easy Whoa, 30 clip 30. easy 30 yeah. uh, i yeah. could no i was 18 to 24 i wouldn't get into the 30 range but like when i go to arby's i dr- like for the same amount of food i'm dropping like 35 bucks and i'm like wow if yeah, i'm gonna get if i'm gonna get shit i'm gonna at least go to get shits at taco yeah. bell i'm gonna like, get most shit for my buck yeah, yeah. like <laughs> like i'm not just sitting here i'm not i'm not a guy that's i just have to go off the, the dollar menu but it was like i couldn't wrap my head around going to arby's well, and they got the meats, you know. They got the meats. <laughs> yeah, I, I just couldn't do it. I just, I just couldn't all right. Do it. So, so Brad, yeah, we're coming back. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're, you, you can't talk about food around. I apologize so, to me. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're, you're delivering pizzas now. You have freedom. Freedom is a killer. I'm gonna tell you that right now. You have no control. When you have freedom, that magical license, man, you can drive wherever you want. You can eat whatever you want. No one's gonna know. It was a killer for me. So you're delivering pizzas. You're, you're kind of going down that spiral again. Um, is, are you at your worst now? Or are you just touching the tip of the iceberg? Where, where are you at at this point? 
So this, just a general, like, <clears throat> I guess at a certain point, it never really got worse. Like it kind of peaked. And then I, I did a really good job of maintaining a ludicrous amount of, uh, of eating. Right. So yes. when I stopped working in pizza, which sounds ridiculous, I was, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was like, what, 1920, and I got a job. I worked at a furniture store that was here local. Uh, when I was 20, I had my first kid. I have three kids now. Uh, okay. How old are you? I'm 29. I'll okay. be 30 in October. Nice. I turned 29 in, oh, in six days. And I'm the same. 27 and six days. <laughs> what was it? Our third or fourth podcast, John and I found out we have the same birthday. Yeah, we started a whole business together. Had no idea that we had uh, no idea. Had that's a special episode, then, right? I would assume that's an <laughs> no, excuse. It's that, not. It's like it's like a footnote on the it's episode. A footnote. We were just like, "What? What? Uh, that's." But yeah, I mean, everything. I just like so life, right? I just kind of. I, again, I think one thing that uh, is almost disappointing. And I don't mean to disappoint any listeners, but it's like my my story never got, especially getting up to my heaviest. I should say it never got like super dark uh mm-hmm. really but like food was always it just was it was just eating and it felt normal and it didn't impact my life a tremendous amount until it did if that makes sense too yeah well also ben i mean it's not really dark to us when we're there True. you know it's normal it's so normal Some like people. i i mean well yeah but i mean i don't know about you guys but i, I kind of i can I, if i close my eyes i can put myself back to different scenarios along my fat journey and if you think about it then that, that was the norm. So like, for example, me, I would go to work, I'd order two, two bacon, egg and cheeses on a bagel. And like, it was nothing. That was my norm. And I didn't think about it. And now I look back and I'm like, you had a fucking problem. Like you, 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 yeah, had see, a but, but you didn't see, you never went through a, a resentment phase. Some people like for me, resentment how? So for like me, when I was like 18 and 400 pounds, I was just like, you're, I look at my, I was like, you're a fucking idiot. What are you doing with yourself? And just like getting in this, getting in this really dark dive and like of the, you're never going to get out of this. You're too far gone. Like, I think, is that what you mean by like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was normal. That was life. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I used to live with this mentality of this was the hand I was dealt Mm -hmm. and I can't do anything about it. There's no doubling down. There's no, there's nothing. You, that's it. This mm-hmm. is the game we're playing now. So strap up, order something, and we're, we're good to go. Yeah, but Ben, you, you never really had that, like... You didn't go to the depths of hell. So, well, I guess, and it's funny, because the more I listen to you talk, I guess it, it, food never felt, it never felt like a problem at the time. I guess I can mm-hmm. look back and analyze behaviors now. Yeah. And if I want to, like, do more of, like, a play psychologist and diagnose, I can see elements where, like, I used food to enhance emotion, right? All emotions. It wasn't just, mm-hmm. I wasn't just a stress eater. It was like, oh, we're going to celebrate time to eat. Oh, something eat. bad happened time to eat. Right. It was eating was just to enhance any emotion. It didn't mm-hmm. have to be a negative. Right. Um, and there were things that I just normalized. And maybe this is where like what you guys were saying kind of clicked because it was like, I wasn't miserable, but I just accepted a lot of things like, oh, if, okay, we're going to this event that's at a pool or we're going to the beach Definitely not taking my shirt off. I was about to ask, are you a shirt? Because definitely not taking. John, my shirt you off. took your shirt off. No, 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 no. no, no, no Who no, no, do no, we no, have no. on that? Poro. Poro. Oh, Poro. Poro. I've Poro. seen that. I've yeah, seen yeah, those. Yeah. I'm like Poro. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. He didn't, see, he didn't I, the idea of taking my shirt off in front of people. If I did, it was like in the pool, and I would do one of these where I'd act cold, and I'd be like, I'm cold, and I'd run out <laughs> because I'm man boobs, like cover the man boobs, and like put a shirt back right back on. 
Right. Yeah. You, your towel is your towel is right next to the exit, so that when you get out, you can cover up. Somehow, you never dry your bottom half. You only nope. keep it draped over the top. Yep. yep. And then you get to the shirt and put it on as quickly as possible, facing away from the crowd. The crowd. The yeah. people. Are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh huh. And then the shirt soaking there. wet because you didn't yeah, dry yourself. Everyone's listening yeah. right now, going, "Bro, me yeah. too." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love. I mean, there's so many things that we all lived except for poro he lives except in his own little world yeah. yeah he's he's in his own bubble and that's fine good for him i love him I love but you. uh there, there's so many things that we all did and encountered in our life that we thought we were alone and True. really it was everybody else was doing it too and i wish that there was a time where we were all very open about it like mm-hmm. i'm at like for example we it's safe to say we all grew up in the 90s obviously we all just set our age imagine social media was what it was now like then what it I'll is now wild. then It'd be wild. It, mm. Like we, we definitely would have encountered more fat folk of, of our nature and had people to connect to. And maybe we would have had a little bit more success mm-hmm. as much as I'm not a fan of social media and shit like that. I think it would have benefited us. Yeah. It has, it, I mean, just like anything else, it has the, the pros and the cons to like, cause it, yeah. it, it, it normalizes you, your, your, your kid dies in a car accident. You think you're the only one. You're, you think whatever yeah. you're going through divorce, you think you're the only one you like, right. whatever it may be, everyone kind of always thinks that they're somehow unique. Yeah. And we're not, no one's yeah, unique. I'm That's sorry. what I've learned. Like I, what, doing my transformation, working with people, talking to people, you come to find out we're not that different. Yeah. <laughs> no, we just live in different places. We find so, unique stuff to do, but yeah. So, right, so, you're, so you're, so you're a diet, you're homeless. You're a, whoa. You're dietarily homeless. (laughs) You're dietarily homeless. Um, You so where where do you go now? So you you know that you're fucking up, right? You're you're honest with yourself. You're fucking up. I need I need to know more because obviously we keep distracting you and taking you off what you're here to do. Look, look for for me. First of all, it's your show, and I'm happy to engage in any whatever conversation you want. I appreciate the story. We talk about we talk about songs, whatever you want to do. But so up to my heaviest, the uh, so it kind of, I have that aha moment, right? We talked about that, or like I touched mm-hmm. on that at the beginning. Everybody kind of has a version of this. Um, some are more direct and specific, and then some yep. are like, accumu- mine's more of like accumulation because within the same, honestly, at this point, it felt like a week, but it was probably within the same month. Um, I had that doctor's appointment where I saw 333 pounds. I, uh, so it was at my heaviest. We had to talk about all the health concerns. Um, my son was, he did this, uh, he did this like parent kid. He was so little that they couldn't put kids on soccer teams. So it was like a mommy and me, daddy and me kind of experience where you okay. go out with them. Okay. Okay. And it was like, it was so looking back on it now, man, it was so easy. It was kind of a joke of a physical activity. Right. But then it was showing up to that feeling that like shitty self feeling from the doctors, right? Showing up to that thing and then like getting sweaty and out of breath, just trying to keep up with like three year olds mm-hmm. running around, which kind of maybe when I say it like that sounds like it would be difficult, but I'm telling you the stuff they were doing in the amount of space that we had to go, there was really no excuse. So not only do I, am I feeling it physically and psychologically, I'm feeling my size at that point. And it's like, I'm the fat parent, right. really. You look around, right. And it's, like there's, I don't want to say there's always one. I mean, at this point with like our society, there's always three. There's always, yeah, there's always a bunch, but, um, but like I was definitely the, 
the nail that stuck out, right? Like I was right, obviously yeah. the fat dad. So like I had that moment. And then the very last thing that kind of sealed this, like I said, what felt like a week was um, the place that I were, are you guys familiar with Wawa gas station? I love Wawa. Yeah. Wawa's okay. Good, yeah. So I worked at a nonprofit that shared a parking lot with a Wawa. Oh, that's terrible. So <laughs> I would park at work and walk and it might be an eighth of a mile, right? To, to, to and fro. Uh, so I'd walk over to the Wawa and I'd go in in the morning when I got there and I'd get breakfast and it's kind of similar to what you're saying because they have those sandwiches up at the sizzly things, right? Yeah. Huh? You get two of those because they're usually on sale for two for whatever. Uh, so I grab two of those and like an energy drink and then take that to work. And then again, I mean, you'd eat out for lunch and everything, but I remember that, that morning trip again, how like sweaty and just terrible and how hard it just felt to move myself from this place yep. to this place. Right. Right. So all of those things kind of happen within real close proximity to each other. I start to look up anything, any answer. And it goes back to when we were talking about people sending answers or people sending us messages and they want to know exactly what we're doing because they want, they want an answer, but like really you kind of have to create your own, which we, the three of us know, and I'm sure anyone that's listened to more than one of these podcasts kind of understands that general concept at this point, but it's important because it's like, there, there is no answer someone else can give you. It's more of troubleshooting until you find what works for you, uh, which I'm sure we'll get more into. But the first thing that I landed on that really like clicked, cause I looked at all the calorie counting, right? There was, everything was like calories in calories out all these really detailed, uh, specific and almost scientific feeling approaches. And it's, it was hard to convince 333 pound me who had really never given any consideration to what they were eating at all, that now it had to be like writing a research paper every day just to, so the, the approach that I found that really kind of stuck out in my brain, it spoke to this like logical and lazy part of me, but it was the paleo diet. We're going to go back to using buzzwords and banners, right? Uh, so I did paleo because it was really simple. It was like, if it grows from the ground or if it had a pulse, you can eat it. And this is where we're going to lose the vegan listeners. Right. And uh, we're good. <laughs> but if they didn't listen in the first place. Um, so, but I did paleo and I did that successfully. I never tracked anything when I was doing paleo. I never tracked calories or anything. Just simply changing the quality of the foods in my diet. Okay. Kind of pushed me to get to, that was 209. That was the lowest I ever got with paleo. Um, so that was like the first approach that I ever worked. And I liked it cause it was like, all right, well, the only things that get fat are us like humans and then the animals that we feed, right? Right. Like animals in the wild rarely ever get fat. Yeah. And so they were the paleo approach in a really over, overly simplified way. It's just like, well, how did humans, the species, how did they evolve to eat? Because there's obviously a natural diet for you to eat just like a lion naturally tackles whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So it really hit this like logical and simplified approach where it was like, yeah, I shouldn't. And I feel much differently about this now, but at the time it was, I shouldn't have to track all these numbers and pay attention to all these factors because humans existed for years and years and years and years without having to do do any of that. Right. And Mm -hmm. Kate and Kate, like all accounts of, if anything, they're dying from starvation. They're not dying from obesity. Right. In all accounts. And it's, but it is so funny (laughs) because like, even like paleo people always jab, it's like, uh there were fat people in roman times like that was like a thing like there you were, were but that was wealth that yeah, was but that was wealth, wealth. no yeah. but ex- but but i'm saying like it, it existed it wasn't yeah. like 
that that's the whole thing is like right. well it didn't happen yeah it did if you're wealthy and you could eat a lot right. more than everybody else you were fat right, right. And it was it's actually a resource issue because that's yeah. what we have now right as a society right. as a world at this point uh most of it and yeah. especially the civilized like modern world i should say yeah, we have too much access it's yeah it's rich the resource it's just too instant like in immediate yes. so why yeah yeah, that's when you think of diet and eating and lifestyle in a logical sense, you you literally can pinpoint. Okay, this is why we fucked up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, when you gave people the easy access to having as much food as they wanted whenever they wanted, that right there, that's yeah. where you fucked up. It's like think if cocaine was just everywhere, right? And you just <laughs> yes. like, you were like, wait, I can go to the grocery store and just grab a bump of coke. But yeah, just a little, little bit time. in moderation. In moderation. Okay, yeah. In moderation. In moderation. <laughs> in moderation. Drink, drink, drink alcohol. Drink yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Drink short sure sexy women. Sexy women. Drink in moderation. In moderation. <laughs> Enjoy responsibly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And I, the reason why I like paleo, and you kind of, you kind of said this, um, it, it gives people the opportunity to kind of clean up what they were doing. And that's why I think it's a good starting point. And that's probably why it was a really good starting point for you because it takes away all the junk. So if it grows out of the ground or has a pulse, it's good. But don't be dumping 90 pounds of fucking barbecue sauce on it and, you know, all that right. other stuff that you could do to it. But, yeah, no, it's, a good, it's a good starting paleo point. Paleo do sugar? Learn- uh, so not tr- sugar in a traditional sense, uh, like, in, like literal sugar. Fruits. But they were there. They used fruit. But, like, uh, so one thing I fell into – so no wait is there breads with paleo no no i mean no, again okay. unless you, you can make your own with all these crazy recipes with right. almond flour replacements right but right, no right. like stri- so it's like a big a broader way to look at it. it's like no sugars no grains mm-hmm. so like okay. you're not eating wheat and rice or um or like sugar itself uh but you can have an apple and you can have a salad and you can have steak right you know, there's right it, it i found it the diversity of foods was actually it, there was a, just a lot that paleo allowed for, right? Mm-hmm. Or like the framework of that kind of provided. But sugars, the one like thing that sticks out to me is that you can abuse anything. Yes. <laughs> so like, absolutely. So what I, when I like, when I got to 209, that was the lowest, right? And my life just started to get more chaotic and, and crazier. And um, I had what I, my, I affectionately refer to now as my existential crisis. Like I went through this really like, intrinsic transformation and i really like looked at like what what do i like about my life what do i not like because a big thing was like i thought when i lost weight i was gonna be happy right like i thought i thought that like when i got to the end or once i wasn't fat anymore it was like oh things will be things will just fall into place right i did the work and so when that didn't happen that left me kind of to explore myself i didn't have anyone to blame anymore i guess so like or anything to blame because ultimately I still I blame myself for my weight. But like when I got to 209 and slowly paleo started to be like, I still stuck to like, it's kind of like I was technically doing paleo, like still counts, right? But I would make an apple crisp going back to our cobbler conversation. So it's just funny. I'd make an apple crisp and I'd use like almond flour for the topping, right? But like pat, jam pack it with apples, tons of honey in there, which is yep. just straight sugar, right? I'm, so I, I went back to over consuming, but just over consuming different things. Right. Yep. I gained a little bit of weight doing that. And then it became like, oh, paleo doesn't work anymore. And it's like, not that. No, you're an yeah. asshole, right? You're just eating again, like an asshole. It's a very good theme for this episode, but 
So what's like, it be so called? I, like an asshole. That's the name so, of the So episode. I started. Like, oh, great! And it's mine. <laughs> so, so um, you know, I started eating paleo in a really sloppy sense because any diet can be done. You can execute poorly. You can oh, execute yeah. the wrong yeah. way. So I started doing that, and then it was like, oh, well, paleo is not working anymore. I'm just going to eat real whatever I wanted. Right? The things I was trying Off to replace. Off the deep end. Yep. Yeah. And then that got me back up to 289. So it's like an 80 pound even, I mean, it wasn't, it was like 289 point something, but uh, I don't, yeah, yeah. But like, so essentially it's like an even 80 pound gain. Um, and then I kind of had come out the other side of all this. So like a big thing for me, <laughs> I was commuting. Um, I was going an hour and 45 minutes one way. So it's been like basically, basically four hours in the car every day. Okay. And, and I worked at a data center. It was a good job. It was a good money. Good money. I liked. I'm what sorry. I was, where were you working? I couldn't hear you. I, wor I worked at a data center, like okay. Um, servers. Okay. And I worked with the hardware, so I was assembling servers, and like they'd go in the racks and stuff like that. And I liked that work. Like I liked what I was doing. It was good money, but the commute really that's felt hour like forty five minutes is brutal. Yeah, yeah. that's it's three it's three hours of commute every day. So it's driving into so for me it's like drive I'm driving to into DC from like a more central part of okay. Virginia or like uh and it's a popular commute a lot of people do and they range from like yeah three to two hours. I had one of the longer ones of anybody that I talked to, but not the longest. Yeah, DC <laughs> rush crazy. hour traffic is no joke. Yeah, that, it's, that's absolutely no joke. It was brutal. Uh but then so like I had left that job um and I like I don't know. I kind of took a step backwards in the conventional uh, successful life checkboxes, right? So right. like I had taken a yep. step backwards in career. I had taken a step back because of the career. You had to take steps backwards in other aspects of your life where the finances spill over. Um, but what that really kind of did was give me clarity and an opportunity to kind of, I don't know, learn get to know myself find myself it sounds super lame when i say it but it, no, it's really no. true because like it was really about self-discovery like i know that i can lose weight i can follow these diets but like my weight obviously wasn't the problem i thought it was so what's wrong with me and then once i answered those questions i was 289 i was ready to kind of get back into things i just went back to what worked before and i went to all these paleo resources online okay so i went to the same places but the conversation in this time that I had been away, which at this point is probably a year, maybe 18 months between falling off and hitting that new second heaviest, so to speak. Right. Uh -huh. um, so when I went back to the paleo resources, the blogs and the reddits and everything, it was like keto, 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 keto. Well, paleo, and, from, what I, from what you're saying to me, paleo is kind of just dirty keto with a fancy name. So, yes and no. So like, the, uh, all right, don't one way, me now. <laughs> I get, no, no, I would never <laughs> Dave on the other hand. Yeah. Oh, Dave. science. Dave is about to go. You're a f not even fucking close. <laughs> the, <laughs> people, uh, people like I get, obviously I get a lot of questions about this, especially having experience with both, but like a big thing and carnivore is a good example. So you can use paleo, you can use carnivore, whatever, but there's some of these buzzwords or banners that are all about food selection. So like right. what, mm -hmm. what you can eat. So like if you do paleo, you're not eating sugars, you're not eating grains. There's these foods that you are allowed, say, to eat. Um, whereas keto is the whole, the whole concept, the reason that the name exists is because you're in ketosis, your body's producing right. ketones. 
Uh, so really anything you eat, any diet that you eat, if you can say, if you test your blood and you are in ketosis, right? Which I'm not a blood tester and we can talk more about how people focus on minutia later because that's yep. a big problem with me. Um, but if you want to look at keto is more about the, how your macros break out. And if you're achieving this state of ketosis, right? That's so like you could eat because people always say like, Oh, potatoes aren't keto. And it's like, well, if I have like three ounces of potato in the scheme of my day, and that's all the carbohydrate I have, I'm probably still going to make it. I'm probably still going to be keto. Right. So there's no like food that is or isn't keto. It's more of an arrangement. How you use it. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. paleo carnivore, vegan, that's all about sourcing, like where, okay. like what the food is. Okay. And so the, they yeah, can the, operate independently or they can operate together. This is what I was about to say. A, a square is a rectangle. A rectangle is not a square. Kind of. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So it's like you can, you're technically paleo doing a carnivore diet, but Correct. you can be paleo and not be a carnivore diet. A 100%. carnivore diet is technically paleo, but paleo is not technically a carnivore diet. <laughs> right, right gotcha yeah uh-huh nail on the head we're, we're right <laughs> uh-huh you got me you got that's me. it right there uh-huh square rectangle rectangle yep. square. square root of 77 <laughs> yep uh but so, so i did paleo. I, I did uh but I, so when i restarted and i was in these paleo resources and blogs i found keto uh i did that that has gone through many iterations uh mm -hmm to this point and it's now obviously day whatever i'm on good god looks far different than uh, than day one looked but like that's where it goes back to and it should doing yeah i just like i started with what the information i had and then as things worked for me i leaned into them and as things didn't work for me i kind of looked for other solutions uh and uh i got with keto sp alone keto specifically still eating lots of vegetables and stuff like that um, I got down to about, I got 185, which was a new lowest for me. I had wow. be beaten that 209, like big time. Uh, and then I did carnivore. I started it just as a 30 day experiment and I did it pretty strict for probably a year before I had my most recent dietary awakening, which is the one that like, we said left me homeless, right? You're homeless. Orphan. I, I am homeless, <laughs> but I, uh, so I got down to 178 with after 185 using carnivore. And now I've just kind of, I like to use the word keto because it gives people really general ideas yes. how I eat. Um, but now it's kind of just doing what works for me, right? It's like the primal bro diet, so to speak. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think at the end of the day, we all find what it is that works for us. And then we can 100%. Yeah. And, yeah. That's the, I, I love that approach. Cause like right now um, with where I'm at, it's so interesting. Cause I, I want to, I work better, lower carb. Like, yeah, that's me too. Yeah. I just do like it, it's, 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 it's fasting with like Kayla when she was on here and she talked about how she did keto and, yeah. and you now sit she's there and completely like, vegan. Well, so. but just the idea of how her body, she tried so hard to get in ketosis. She dealt with, she was, she was saying how she dealt with the keto flu for three weeks. And I'm just like, Girl. I never, the first time I went keto, I didn't even have the keto flu. First time ever I tried. And so that's where it's like you get into metabolisms and the physiology of the body and what and like the genetic differences between people. And that's why I just, I despise any one size fits all plan. Cause like right now I'm in a place where I want to stay low carb, but I really want to keep carbs in because I want to, I want to try to build out my muscle a little bit. And so right now this is going to, this, this is science. 
Um, John, I, you can just, I'll listen. You, I got yeah, it from here. I'm yeah. just, all right, cool. I'll, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Check out. Um, you guys. So I'm, I'm, what I'm doing is I, I want to keep all my carbs for the end of the day. So while I sleep, they get the glycogen transfer, like transfers in the muscle. And so what I do is I do keto low carb for my, I do intermittent fasting as well. So my first meal at noon is super low carb, just meat and cheese. Second meal, super low carb. And then I put 150 to 200 carbs in, in my dinner um, with creatine to just carb load up for the night. So then when I work out in the morning, I, when I strength train, it's boom, there it is. But I put it all right there. So I'm using all that in my mind. We'll see how it works out um, right there for putting all my carbs at the end of the day. So in the morning lifts, I don't lose a little bit of that, um, that strength where you do lose a little bit of strength with keto. You just, you just do. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it's not a bad thing. It's like, well, it's, so it's always in the context because like, it's funny because there are people who they're and like, I don't, hmm. this may seem insensitive on some levels, but I have had direct conversations with people who have a fairly significant amount of weight to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like their, the hesitation, one of the concerns they brought up over keto after several others was that like, oh, their gym performance will suffer. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the hardest times I've ever had to be like, you know, sometimes you got to tighten up. Like, oh, yeah. I'm assuming we're all really nice when people first message us. 100%. And then, yeah. and then depending on where they steer that conversation, it kind of changes how the, yeah. Yeah. So you got to know how people tick. And it was just, it, it was very much like, well, that's not at all what you should be concerning yourself with. Worried about Billy, Billy Bob, point, yeah. you need to lose 60, you need to lose 160 pounds of fat. I could really give a shit about you losing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that, right. I'm sorry that you went, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry that you can't set PRs, but it's like, yeah. we got, I like to, I always look at things like you can have several, you can focus on several things at once, but I find it best to have a primary focus. Mm-hmm. And break then, it down. And yeah. then work all the other things either around that or see how they kind of influence or like flux into that. Yeah. Uh, well, again, so like, when, when you, you, most people aren't going to, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 most, no, no, people, no, go. most people aren't going to build muscle and lose body fat at the same time. That's tremendously difficult Never. to do, but everybody yeah. thinks that that's how it's going to work. And it's like, no, we need to focus like hard on one thing and really attack this. And then once we get to a certain point, we can recalibrate. Maybe now your goal is before you lose all your weight, maybe you do want to put on some muscle and then lose the rest. That's up to you, but really you got to be aware of where you're at, right? And focus on the yeah. right things. Yeah. No, that's exactly what I did. Cause I, my, my first 160 pounds was just cardio. I barely did any strength training at all. I did that. The, excuse me, the lightweight, you know, high rep route. And I did a shit ton of cardio and I wasn't worried about putting on muscle in the back of my mind. I wanted to put on muscle, but you know, you just, I focus on fat loss first. Yeah. Fat first. loss yep. over everything. And then, and then you, you can't, get, you can't walk into the game wanting to lose, you know, 150 plus pounds and think, you're going to turn it all right into muscle. Yeah, I'm going to go Dwayne Johnson right from the start. Okay. Yeah. okay. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. People just bite luck. off more than they can conversation's over. Yeah. 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 And, and that, I think that's, that's where one of the things comes into play, going back to my, one of my, my first – one of the things that I, I want ALG to always be focused on is being results-focused through results. Right. So it's like I don't really care your system – as long as it proves results, it works. Like, and so that's where you get you, but you, you can't teach someone anything that you've never done yourself. You you can have a good idea, but like there's some nuances that some people just like, this is where most personal trainers, I, I steer people away from, especially when they have to lose a hundred plus pounds. 
I'm always very like, Hey, make sure whoever you use as a personal trainer, they have some semblance of understanding of the mental shift of weight loss. The, the, they've experienced some of this because just some jabroni that's always been yoked out of his mind is genes are just like freaking like Dwayne Johnson for like, yeah. I mean, I mean, Dwayne's let's be honest here. He, he's, he, he works his ass off, but he's a genetic specimen too. Now he is. Yeah. Now and he is. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but even back then, you looked at him when he was 15 years old. Look at his pictures yeah. when he was 15, 16 years old. He had yes and pecs no. and shoulders the size of my freaking quads. He did. Yeah, he did. But if you look at him, <laughs> all right. So, like, if you look at him in like 2001 when he was like WWF champion and you look at him now, two different dudes well like that's, he's there's other ginorm- reasons no yeah, there's, there's, there's other well, not not the reason you think it is he was he was he was you know he was doing the thing then what yeah when um <laughs> so like with, <laughs> with one thing that i like i'm a i'm a big fan of, like she was talking about like the rock like uh, obviously there's there's genetics at play i'm sure mm-hmm. there's some science at play let it i mean it doesn't matter because you don't it's not we i think john you and i talked about this when you came on on the podcast because yeah. we talked about how surgery is not a guarantee of success no, exactly steroids is exactly the same way same thing 100 you can take steroids and if you don't do anything you're not it's gonna, not gonna do shit um, yeah no exactly yeah no yeah I'm, which is I, my whole argument with uh steroids in baseball you know mm-hmm. like people think barry bond should not be in the baseball hall of fame because he did steroids that's fucking he's, great he's still got he could have done slider he's still got to yeah. hit it right the your the coordination day. still has to be there yeah, yeah. Not, we're not removing the skill element of the game. Right. Steroids don't give you skills, guys. But I, I tell you what, works. steroids, steroids, this is, is going to get, this is going to see it. So two things with steroids. Number one, um, I have no issues with steroids. Me neither. What, not what I'm I, on, but... I'm not on anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I joke with a buddy of mine that I'm, I, the only reason why I don't take anything is because I feel like I'd like it too much. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then number two is the most important thing is, the the deceit and the lying of of the fitness industry of all of your most iconic fitness gurus that you think they say over and over again they're natural bullshit 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 like you're 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 taking you're taking trend you're taking steroids you're taking these people on everything under the sun and they sell you a protein shake like it's gonna make anything a difference like that's what did it yeah yeah it's what i did that, oh, that's also. what gets me about steroids if you want to take them if that's what you want to do cool do it. yeah i don't care but and i think gonna, ben yeah sorry no, no, i was just gonna i was just gonna say but if you're gonna do it and you're gonna have a transformation you better own it yeah but i think i think you know ben we had this conversation on your podcast as well um i i am of the uh thinking that there should be a all natural sports league so let's just say baseball there should be an all natty baseball but then at the same time, there should be a yoked up steroid baseball That'd be so as well. Dope. And I, it would be fantastic. Just the same thing with the Olympics. You could get rid of every controversy and scam of all times. Have two Olympics. I know that that sounds crazy, but have the all natties and then have the guys that are taking a little something. something. <laughs> Spoiler alert the Olympics that you watch on the TV are probably not the all natty Olympics. Oh, no, I know that. No, I know no, they're all, yeah. they're all, they're we're all already fast. watching. We're already watching the juice league. We oh know yeah, we no, we are. <laughs> no, I know. And only Russia gets caught because it's Russia. And, and only yeah. Russia gets caught. Yeah. <laughs> that is a but, fascinating documentary. Have you guys seen that? 
No, Icarus. Uh, Icarus. Icarus yeah. is fascinating. Really I heard it's yeah. really good. Well, I, I think me and Ben talked about Icarus actually on our podcast. I think we might have brought it up because we did yeah. for some reason talk a decent amount about steroids. Yeah, we did. I don't know. Everyone's gonna think that <laughs> this I is happening now. again. Yeah, I know both is. of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we're all on steroids. I literally, I literally have this buddy of mine that him and I both we just we we send us pictures back and forth, and we're like, bro, and we're just like trying to talk ourselves into like. I'm telling you right now, if I started taking steroids, I would just be number one, a monster. Cause I, yeah. that's just my work ethic. But number two, I would just never get off. That would be my yeah. issue. It's just like, I would just never get off. So you can always so, try a test not to keep going on that hole, but you just <laughs> testosterone's like steroid adjacent. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's, te- it, it's so interesting too, because actually for older listeners, and this is something that if there's someone older on here, Honestly, the science is really good and there's very there's very small adverse side effects done correctly, especially medically background, which I would highly recommend if you're gonna do this stuff. You, yeah, don't buy it at Gold's Gym. Yeah, don't Dude, buy it. Dude, it's like Gym. so easy to get a test script though. Yeah, I actually but didn't like, realize how easy it is. Like for older people, when you get over the age of 50 years old or so, I mean, it's just a classic move. Your test just keeps dropping, keeps dropping. And that is when you start getting the semblance of energy, of strength, of fat retention, all of it. I, I'm a firm believer that if you're like over the age of 50, 50 years old and you are low normal, take a bump. Get yourself up to high normal. Go to a doctor. Get yourself up to high normal. It's going to help with a lot of things with very little adverse side effects. That's I always rec- like, I, obviously I'm not saying me go, like sell someone some, some yeah. test, but like, I'd be like, Hey, go to your doctor, se- have a serious conversation with about it because, it, because your doctor's probably just going to say, okay, not going to hurt. Yeah. Let's try it out. Yeah. Um, and so honestly, if you're over the age of 50, 50 years old and your test is low, normal or low, I would look into it. <laughs> Hundred percent. So, Ben, before you were you were talking about how um, you don't check your blood, is that right? Uh, to see if you're in ketosis or not? Yeah, I, it's definitely. I I absolutely would say that I don't. I have. Uh, it's funny because I got the tester and the strips that come with it, and I used it. What like uh, I say? Did you urine at all, or just only uh, blood? I did urine like early, early, early on, and then it became it, so. So again, it goes back. It's going to be a, along the similar lines of the blood thing. It was, I really, I like data. Like I like information, mm-hmm. but it has to be, I have to feel like there's utility to it. Mm-hmm. Like there's, oh, like yeah. I can, act, I can make something actionable from this information. Right. And so when I pee on the sticks and it was like, it was cool. But then the more I looked into it, the more it was like, well, you never know because you might not actually be using those. They might just pass through you. Right. Yada, yada. Blood's mm-hmm. more accurate. So I said, okay, I'll try to do blood tests. And that's super popular in, in the keto space. If you are someone who's just trying uh, or just starting with keto or interested in starting it, you're going to see like a lot of people posting their little like, uh, what are they, uh, gigapets, nanopets yep. or whatever. <laughs> but it's like posting the reading. So I did it for a while. And the big thing I found was that like, it was no, it didn't really provide me any utility. It doesn't, if I feel good, like if I'm feeling good, if my workouts, if I'm training, um, like if my jujitsu workouts are going well, if everything is progressing well for me, my weight's on point, I feel good, right? No negatives. And then I, uh, I pee or I, or I test my blood, either one, and I register really low. What? I don't know. I, I struggle to see how to use that information. Unless you're like a epileptic, right? Or if you're diabetic or there, there's some... Uh, deeper need for you to understand the ketones in your body right because they're absolutely yeah. medical reasons and like, yeah you're, if you're not just doing it for general wellness and weight 
Yeah, if, you if you're yeah. really just trying to lose weight, there's zero reason take for you to test yeah. your blood, in my opinion. As long as, as, long a, as you're seeing results. Like, yeah, it's okay. And it's funny because you talked about results and that's a big focus for ALG. And um, I've made a handful of posts on my social media lately where I just use uh, like results are greater than everything or results over everything. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, that's when I was talking about early people go get so caught up in this minutia of like testing their blood, right? Or yep oh, I can't use this seasoning on my meat because sugar's in the ingredients label. And it's like, but in the context, how much you really like. Yeah. They get very caught up on small things. And they well, yeah. like, hey, my, my ketones are at, at 0.6. Great. Yeah. But I gained two pounds. <laughs> well, right. And it's what's like, the point? and that's where, and that goes back to our primary focus thing, right? If like, yeah. if you're trying for someone who needs it for a health reason, their primary focus is probably going to be actually being in ketosis. They don't care if they gain 20 pounds because mm-hmm. they're alleviating some other issue. Yep. If weight is the thing you're looking to tackle, then the ketones don't really matter. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. right. I always found the checking of the blood thing to be very, very funny, only because uh, being from a very obese background, the, the big fear was always, you know, eventually having diabetes and having to ch- check your blood all the time. So the argument that I would have with my doctor would always be, well, you know, you don't want to get to the point where you have to check your blood all the time. But now you see this, this fad diet. Well, not a fad, but you see this diet going around where people are pricking their fingers just because they want to celebrate. Know if they're gonna, yeah, yep. they're celebrating the fact that they have to go buy these blood strips and fucking prick their fingers. And, you know, it's just, it's just, it's very funny how when it's for something bad, you don't want to ever have to prick your finger. But when you need to get into ketosis and you're like, oh, I need to, you know, eat this steak and check this see if my fucking ketones are where they're supposed to be it's just fucking it's just comical to me. no it's, it's interesting and, and that's where that that's just the general semblance of everyone in this group at least um is it's like it doesn't matter and, and yeah. you, it's it's and it's also the, the danger of being so how focused being so on the system or the plan because that's how most people live their entire lives right like Tell me how this can work. Like, I, I want to make $100,000 a year. Tell me how. Well, depending on this, this, and this, do you have family background here? Do you, what's your investment? You have all these variables, and you want me to tell you a one-stop shop plan to get you there? Yeah. It's, it's not how the world works. Yeah. Now, like we, nothing is like that. There's right. nothing out there where you can just be like, plug and play. It's going to work for everyone based upon on because there's too many variables at play but if you're i want to get to this position and i'll figure out how i'm going to do it right great and are, are there are, are there maybe some like i mean i would say weight loss like i always go hydration calories macros micros and then timing of eating is like my semblance of if i explain things and i always start from top to bottom which is get someone to drink a gallon of water a day is number one Number two, they got to understand calories to a certain degree. Number three, calories are not everything. I'm sorry. Some people out there, it's calories. Shut up. Because yeah. you're telling me if you just eat 2,000 calories of carbs, your, your body's going to work right and no fats, no proteins. Shut up. Um, and then you get into macros. But then it's, again, macros aren't, macros are basically calories plus everything. Um, and then micros, we got to look at how the endocrine system works. We got to look at how this kind of stuff works. Because again, testosterone, all this kind of stuff that comes into play through micros. And then finally, timing your eating. If you're type two diabetic, if you have these different things, you may need to control your timing of your eating to burn off sugars and different stuff. Um, but outside of that, and, and like even then, it's like I'm pretty soft on it. Like, 
Right. Yeah, I'm, but I'm not going to sit here and go, this is how you got to do things. Like, hey, let's figure it out because my plan may not be exactly the same as yours. Um, but what I can tell you is we're going to figure it the fuck out. I don't know, like, what's your plan? Like, what do you want? Like, what do you want to happen? If, if I can give you a pill and you get to create your ideal body of what you want, you, okay, perfect. And then, uh, then you say, okay, if you want that, just know that something like that is going to take a obnoxious amount of effort. Um, but I always start destination focus. Okay. You want to lose hundred pounds. Perfect. I can tell you 15 different ways to lose hundred pounds. <laughs> At least. At least. And so that, that's where I'm, I love how all three of us are on that same ballpark. Yeah. Um, of just general nutrition and how things work. Yeah. I but, like that so, hierarchy too. You like that? Yeah, I, I like think, that. I think it's a good place. So pretty, hyd- yeah, yeah. yeah. Hydration and calories. I feel like number one and two are almost interchangeable. Yep. Yeah. Depending on like in, in terms of importance. But one thing that always bothers me is people who want to, and I see it with keto more than anything, I think, but they want to be like, they want to know that they're doing it right. But they want to yep. be like, they want to do it to the nines perfectly from the jump. Number one, I don't know that there is really a perfect way, right? You're never going to, you're never going to feel satisfied if that's what you're looking for. But number two, then what they don't do is just start heading in the right direction at all. They kind of just stay stagnant or keep going away while they're figuring out how to do all this. Right. And it's like analysis paralysis. Yeah. Just start, just do it. Like, like with your hierarchy, get number one, drink a gallon of water, figure out how many calories to eat from there. You can do that while you're figuring this other stuff. Out. Exactly. Cause yeah, like, yeah. cause like, and it's like hydration for me, it's, it's the simplest thing. It's there's no, there's nothing to it. It's like, did you drink a gallon of water yeah. or didn't you? There's just two plus two is fish. Oh, yeah. There if you are the fewest number of variables for sure. <laughs> yeah. And people get so afraid when you tell them the gallon of water thing. Yep. Like that's my first answer all the time. Well, I want to lose weight. I need to lose a hundred pounds. Okay. Drink a gallon of water a day that much yes mm-hmm. that much it's and really you'll lose weight lot. yeah you'll, it'll, it'll you, come off it'll come off just because because when you're drinking a gallon of water a day number one just my, your stomach feels so much fuller longer just because right. you're drinking so much water and then um the science side of things your your body has a hard time telling the difference between hunger, hunger and thirst, thirst. And so when you drink a lot of water, you're not thirsty. And when you're not thirsty, you're not eating as much because right. you're now not. you're controlling your calories a little better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, the, the, the best, the best thing that I've ever heard. Witchcraft. Yeah. Witchcraft. The, the, be, the best thing I've ever heard when I've told someone to drink a gallon of water a day was a gallon of water weighs eight pounds. I'm going to gain eight pounds a day. <laughs> I've never heard that. What? Yep. That's I. Yep. That all time favorite DM. That's all time. I don't know. That's impressive. It's funny. I, 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 I'm, I feel like both concerned for that person and, and yep. like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not hating. I'm really not yeah. hating. I'm not hating because I'm not cons- I probably would have said the crazy. same thing. Like, yeah. yeah, I guess, man, yeah, maybe. Okay. You, you but did you tell them that it's like, there's a system and it's like, oh, yeah, I tried. Things it's, and it's, it's like, it's great. I, you I do go to the bathroom. Right? You do. You do empty. Yes. You empty it out. Yeah, you do pee it up. That's the, yeah. that's what and that's always a stigma with me in keto. For example, I always get so frustrated with keto people because this they glorify the first week too much, and it drives yeah. me nuts. Because the first week you get rid of your glycogen, you get rid of all the carbs and water. It, carbs are hydro hydrophobic or hydrophilic; they attract water, 
And so you get that out of your system. You pee out eight pounds your first week and it's yeah. water. Like you didn't lose eight pounds of fat your first week because you went keto. And then all of a sudden you have one cheat meal and oh my God, I gained six pounds in a day. It's like, no, it's all water weight. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what frustrates my keto. People. And they never explain that. Like, my fa- another thing is um, with keto, that like thing that bothers me a tremendous amount is uh, like, oh, calories don't matter. Oh my that, God. That is so, that is, so, that's so common that it, it, um, it makes me more angry than upset. Literally, you know what I'm saying? Carnivore is like, the same way. I hear that is. from carnivore people all the time. Bro, because- literally I got that yesterday and now I, I had to fill it in. Cause he literally, he's a great guy. He's yoked out of his gourd. He's a huge keto guy, but like, he was like, cause I made that jab and he was like, keto's great. I'm like, yeah, keto's great. But if you eat 10,000 calories of bacon and cream cheese, it's 10,000 calories. Like, it's 10,000 calories. Yeah. The, the reason that a lot of people, especially with carnivore, and I, I'll say that from experience, is that it goes back. It's like time-restricted feeding, right? It's mm-hmm. an unintentional way to restrict calories. Mm-hmm. So when you go carnivore, most people most people are not going to eat a normal, like that high of a fat percentage. They're going to run tend to run a little leaner. All that protein is going to satiate, right? And it's going to make it uh, under on calories. Keto is a little different. People still say that they don't experience a lot of hunger. Uh, I had mixed results with that. Like the closer to carnivore I stay, the easier it is to not have cravings or anything, which is why I don't include a lot of food that isn't meat at this point in my life. Uh Um, But I think both of them are just very satiating by the nature of how the macros are made up. Yeah. So like a lot of people that do it don't need to, but a lot of people don't spend Eighteen dollars at Taco Bell or thirty six dollars at Arby's, yeah. right? That's so like that. And another big thing with with my message is the context of who I'm talking to, and I'm always yep. talking. I'm always talking to old me, right? Right. So old me needs to be conscious of his calories, even if he does one of these magic diets. At least right. first, right? At least until yeah. you find out if if you can do it intuitively, because you could again eat almost any diet intuitively. Some just make it easier than others, so it's. Calories matter all the time, keto or yep. not. Um, if you if you lost weight on keto or carnivore without tracking, that doesn't mean that the diet works without tracking calories. It just means that you were able. You to did it right. Add. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. or you hit the right zone for you, right? You hit at the, yeah. in the right amount. And I can even right. I can even argue with you. Probably have a little bit of buffer in keto. You may have like an extra hundred calories, two hundred calories that you can kind of buffer based upon how it how your body pees out excess ketones and there's probably a little bit of buffer. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, it is so funny to me how, again, this, this is why I, you can, for example, that blew my mind that yeah. weight watchers on purple, they don't count, uh, potatoes as carbs. It's zero point. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the purple plant, yeah. Purple plant carbs are like no points as we learned. Yeah. yeah and so wild. like, yeah. And so, so again, you can take any plan and twist it to, to yeah. make it on un- ineffective. And so it's like, I, I love it. It's just like, start off, just stop eating like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, and that's, but then it's like, now you can help people start to find ways to eat better, like to feel fuller longer. It's like when you talk about eating high, high protein diet, you just, when you do that, you feel fuller longer. longer. Like that's what that does. And, and yeah. obviously eating extra protein, um, it also takes more energy to break it down, which yeah. means you're, you're it's more dense. Yeah, it's more dense. There's a lot of stuff to it. 
Yeah. That's the we're, buzzword. We're, we're, we're getting sciencey. Science. This Even is actually John the most. Part of it. Yeah. And John's been a part of it. And this, this yeah. is the most scientific we've gotten on any episode. So no, I really liked it. I really oh, liked I'm, it. I apologize. Let's, we can make fart jokes if you want. <laughs> actually, I do want to know because when I was on your podcast, we did spend a, a significant amount of time talking about how I transitioned to the wrestling. So I actually want to flip that. And I want to talk about how you transitioned into jujitsu. For those that don't know, you are a seven-time black belt world champion. <laughs> so I do jujitsu. That was a factual thing that John said. Yeah. Uh, I am not a black belt. I oh. am a blue belt. I have three stripes on my blue belt. I've been training. It's funny. I waited until I lost most of the weight. I actually started while I was still doing keto. So whenever people talk about that athletic difference, right. they say like, oh, I, when I went keto from carbs, my athletic performance suffered. The I am fortunate enough to not have a reference. So right. I was keto when I started. So it's just always been part of it for me. Right. Um, but I, that was something It goes back to the movies with my dad. I was really into martial arts, like in just fighting and like that type of manly activity uh, from an early age. Rocky's my favorite movie. We talked about it. Um, I'm a big UFC fan. Um, so like I watched that a lot, especially in high school, I started getting pretty into that. Uh, and it was something where it was like, oh, I love that, but I would never be able to because I am fat, right? And then right. once I got beyond that, it was like, oh my God, I could actually you do this. Try one of these things that like I really wanted to do. So I did, I've tried strike like Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu, and there's just something uh, intangible. And like with, for me, that Jiu Jitsu has just become such a massive part of my life really passionate awesome. about it it goes back to primary focus so like yeah. that's that's kind of the thing that i put in the forefront physically so like if i wake up on a day when i'm planning to both work out and go to jujitsu if i don't feel stellar in the morning i'll skip the workouts in favor of being ready for yep. the skill right it's like or that type of thing it's just it's the thing that that guys me really passionate about it i do compete um and i do have medals but i have never won a gold only bronzes and silvers so far um and yeah i am happy to go as deep or shallow into that topic as you want but it was yeah. something that I, I started training martial arts in general as a reward for losing the weight to reward myself um quick side note on that if you're someone who is heavy and you're looking to start jujitsu specifically i would not say this about any of the striking like boxing kickboxing um, but if you're someone who is overweight uh, to the degree that I was again, not, not maybe not 500 pounds, it would be heavy, but start, don't, don't wait. Just like start, you know, as soon as you can, as soon as you feel ready, because it only would have aided in my weight loss. And if you go to the right gym, just like the right trainer, they're yeah. going to be able to get you in, modify it for you. Right. Until you get up to the benchmark or the baseline for everyone else. And, right. uh, but it, yeah, it's a huge part of my life at this point. Uh, it's probably the single uh, activity or the activity that I just singularly like uh, the most. I like it because it's violent, but fun at the same time. I feel that. Uh, and it's very therapeutic for me. I'm also yeah. a competitive person. So it helps kind of take care of that. Uh, it's just multi, it scratches a lot of itches. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. For me. No, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So how did you, uh, like how, how did you pursue it at first? Like you had to find a local, uh, you guys call it dojos, right? You're, you're from the whole dojo kind of background. Uh, I mean, we just say, say gym. Uh, some people say dojo there's, there's levels like everything else. Like we've right, talked of course. about there are yeah. levels. Uh, there are people who are more traditional where they make you learn like 
because it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So in Brazil, they speak Portuguese. So like right. some of the more hardcore, like traditional places will make you learn Portuguese. Some of them will make you learn really? Japanese. Some of them will have you learn some Japanese because that's where jiu-jitsu itself originally yeah, came from, it yeah. went to Brazil and then into the States, right? So, um, so there's like levels to gyms. And I tried out a couple others that had this uh, overly aggressive, like bro energy. Oh, classic. Uh, and it wasn't like, it just didn't vibe. Right. Yeah. And so I didn't like either of those. And then I, the third gym I tried is the one that I go to now. And I think next month will be like three, three years. So I'm just trying to do my best on the timeline now. Yeah. It's be like three years in September. That's awesome. I, be I believe. And I yeah. go, I train short of like vacations or uh, lockdowns or other things. <laughs> or other things that I can't really like control per se. Uh, I train at minimum three times a week, usually like four to six. Awesome. So I'm, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty active, pretty into it. And, uh, and it was just like everything else. I tried other gyms. You can fill in the blank with whatever you want. Gyms, diets, workouts. I tried, a, I tried these other ones that didn't work. And then I found one that, that really just worked for me. That's sick, man. No, yeah. that's awesome. Um, I feel like, it, that 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 was the same way for me like you know you and i are had had previously discussed wrestling for me was the reward um that was the reward for losing weight so as soon as i felt that i was down enough to pursue it and not die during training then that's that's when i started and then i never looked back um you know for some people food is the reward of losing weight which i kind of always hated um mm -hmm. And when you, I did celebration meals. I was, personally, I, I did it quite I know you did. I, yeah. I know you did. And, and that's, that's awesome. You know, that's what worked for you that kept you focused. For, for me, it was, it, it was kind of um, the self-realization of being able to do more physical things. Mm -hmm. Because I was very, you know, I, I was very stagnant my whole life. I was very sedentary. Like, I didn't do anything. Um, you know, two, two, three weeks ago, I ran. I jogged for the first time. And, you know, I've, Let's I've go. Been, yeah, I, I've been down, you know, over 200 pounds for like the last maybe two years. And then just one day I woke up and I was like, you know what, today I'm going to try. I'm going to stop giving myself the excuse that you have asthma and you used to be fat. You can't run. So we're going to try it out. And that was my reward. And I felt fucking amazing afterwards. Okay. Did, I mean, did was, you, did you keep track of the time or anything? No, no, no. I, I literally just did it on my regular, you know, four mile walk. And I was like, all right, John, you're going to, you're going to jog one block and you're going to walk the next block and you're going to jog one block and you're just going to try to keep the momentum going and I'm nowhere near, I'm not going to call myself a runner. I'm not going to call myself a jogger because none of that is true. I still walk every day, but you know, I'll, I'll switch on and off and I'll kind of try to jog and it is what it is. But I think that the more physical element side of things should be the reward rather than going back and eating X, true. Y, and Z, you know, yeah. don't, don't, don't lose 150 pounds and be like, all right, I'm going to go eat two pizzas now because I lost 200, I mean, 150 pounds. But so, this know. is, I'm so I'm not going to lie to you guys. This, I'm at a really, honestly, just since around like Christmas, maybe Thanksgiving of this last year, like 2019, I have had more, you could call it off plan. I don't even know what you'd want to call it. Right. But yeah. I've had more like shit food. Yeah. yeah that's we can, I can too. say that here, but yeah. I've had that more than I did. So, cause like you were saying, John, like don't use food as the reward. And it's like, I couldn't, the old me couldn't handle that and he right. understood it, right? But like I'm at a place now where we I can go get ice cream with my family. Yes. And then after I eat that ice cream, I'm not tempted to get another one or ice stop cream. at the store on the way home or fall into like 
because I had a big, I had a big problem. And this is why I'm, I've had this like dietary awakening because before it was like, if I ate one thing that was off my plan, that whole day was just shot. Ruined. Yeah. And, yeah. And so like, I think that's where self-awareness comes in. Cause it's like, David, you seem like you, you said you did reward meals and stuff. I did. I, I did. tried. I tried. I wanted it to work and it, it, yeah, it could work for me, but now I'm at a point where it could. And yes, the big difference for me is like, it's a shift in mindset before food was kind of the focus of my life where it was too yep. high on the list at least. So my life became about food, about food in a really yeah. overall sense. Whereas my life should be about those moments and then certain moments like taking my kids to the ice cream stand can be enhanced by that food. It's not an evil thing and it's not, I didn't ruin anything. I didn't fail. They're like, you know, cumulative of your choices. It's mm -hmm. not one, it's not like one's not the end all be all. It goes back to one salad doesn't make you skinny. One donut doesn't make you fat. It's cliche, but it's true. Oh yeah. No, a thousand percent. I mean, before we hopped on the podcast before I was telling David last night, I went to a graduation party for my cousin. I got absolutely ossified drunk and I had like three or four cannolis and that's what it is. And I'm not, I wasn't mad about it. I didn't wake up this morning and hate myself about it. I, I ate it. I was happy. And you know, I moved on with the day and, and that was really it. Yeah. But two did and you and a half have ago, any of those what? that mo moments of like you went off the deep end for 12 hours and the next morning you were like, I got to go and you go run like, or you go walk 15 oh, miles. Yeah. I definitely, I, I definitely experienced that stuff. But I did. Like, I did um, that a couple. I times. wasn't a big cheater. Like when it really, when push came to shove, and I really took, you know, this side of my life seriously, I, I, I didn't cheat. Mm -hmm. um, I, I didn't want to because I couldn't handle it. Like you know, like Ben was saying before, if I, if I would have given myself food as a reward, I would have went right back down the rabbit hole. You know, like one small little cheat meal would have became a cheat day. Cheat day would have became a cheat week. Cheat week could have been a cheat month, and then that was it. And then we were mm -hmm. fucked. But that now happened I, to me. The most I ever got was a weekend, right? Because that's what yeah. I was saying. It's like, I had tried. I wanted it to work. I wanted yeah. to be like, yeah, I hit this milestone or I did this or whatever. This person's in town. Let's go out right. and eat this or do whatever. Right. Uh, and I would try that. And then it's it's like Friday night. This lasts all the way. Because it's like, I'll only do it Friday night. And then Friday night lasts all the way till Sunday afternoon. And Sunday afternoon, I hate myself. And then Monday, I get up and maybe I fast until Tuesday or maybe I eat that yeah. night. Yeah. So like there was absolutely... It was like, I, this isn't worth, this isn't worth it. Like what, what it does to me mentally, physically, all of it after doing it wasn't worth it. But now right. I'm at a point where I'm just, I can manage that easier. And I think that, that yep. we can all, we all progress in everything. Uh, and like levels our, to this shit. Yep, yeah. Everything. Exactly. Exactly. There's levels to not eating yeah. like an asshole. And, there is levels to not eating like an asshole. And I, I will have to say with, with levels to this shit, I think we do have to pivot because we are an hour and a half in. All I'm right, so sorry. let's wrap this bad boy up then, huh? <laughs> yes. All right, Ben. I, ben, there's nothing to be sorry about because that was the oh. fastest hour and a half I've had in a long time. Yeah, I'm a yeah, chatterbox. That, that was oh, fantastic. I love it. We're, we're just going to have to have Ben on again, which that's fine. Eight. Works for um, me. Let me know how it, how it goes. Except for <laughs> you got to get the – we're tank top bros. Come yes. on. We'll do you tank tops you next a, time. You have, a, you have a podcast that has bro in the name and you don't have a tank top There we are. Look at them. Look at those there we, No, look at those there. delts. Oh, my Boom. gosh. Look at those delts. There we are. Bang. All right, Flex. Everyone flex on it. Ah, perfect. I wish I wish we could have taken a picture of that. that oh, <laughs> I can screenshot later. All right, cool. Um, so Ben, I have two questions for you before we wrap up this oh. podcast. Okay. And we're gonna start with question number one, which is a favorite question of mine. Ben, if you could go back in time and talk to twelve-year-old Ben who didn't know anything about anything when it came to diet, jujitsu, or anything like that, who you know was kind of in a sedentary space, 
what would you what would you tell him i think i don't know so it goes back to at that point in my life or like at that age in that period i don't know that it ever i don't know that no matter how the message was delivered that it ever would have gotten through like it needed to right and i think that my advice to 12 year old me would be much more theoretical or conceptual so to speak but it would just be like uh i don't know i have a big problem with uh with confidence and trusting myself even now second guess myself a little bit and i really have done a lot of work to get past that and be like much more direct um and and david that's actually something i don't know uh like you like very well a tremendous Mm -hmm. amount only through like stuff like this and uh i have followed you on instagram more recently so like but i'm a fan of you talk about all the upstairs stuff right yeah like all the and that's big for me too, because I, that's something else just like weight loss that I've gone through. Right. I feel like that experience has given me better perspective, but uh, I would probably, uh, and I wish I had something more articulate, but I would help 12 year old me work more on his confidence and belief in himself than about okay. anything, uh, than about anything procedural or, or even health related. It's more of a mental health thing, I guess, than a, than a physical health element. So I, I actually really like that answer. Yeah, no, I, I like that 100%. answer more. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the answers that are like, oh, I can go back in time and teach him caloric deficit. Those, those don't make sense to me. Those, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. I don't like that. <laughs> he, I wouldn't have listened. I wouldn't have given a shit. So. Well, that's, I know that. I didn't listen yeah. to the people saying it then. So, right. you know, if I go back there, I'm just a stranger to 12-year-old me. I'm not going to listen to him either. Exactly, I mean? exactly. Yeah. So now the final question of the podcast. Um, three pieces of advice that you can give to anyone who is listening. Uh, they're trying to make a drastic life change. Uh, drastic life change. Number one is trust the process. I don't care what process it is. If that's not obvious uh, from this show, uh, you can do keto, you can do vegan, anything that you do, but like trust that that's going to work. You also need to give that, give it your max effort and then trust it and it will turn out well for you. Effort is where most people mess up and they think the process didn't work, but the process will work if you do. Uh, number two this one's going to be a little more selfish and more specific, but the biggest things that I recommend anyone trying to make a change uh, in terms of cleaning up like their health, their diet is I go back to the no sugar, no grains. I don't care if you eat potatoes, like David was saying, like potatoes are not, obviously uh, there's insulin response and there's carbohydrates and there's all these things, but like, I don't care if you eat potatoes, just stop eating Snickers and macaroni and cheese. And it's so like no sugar, no grains, try to avoid those things and just eat like you know, potatoes, fruit, meat, vegetables, green leafy uh, vegetables. But I think if you cut those two things out, you don't put a dogma on it. You don't put a label on it. You don't give them ketones to worry about. Just eliminate these two things and then you'll be good. Uh, And then number three, I think that it is tremendously important to focus on the, like we talked about the upstairs stuff. Right. Like recognize that, like, I didn't recognize it till it was too late, but like my weight loss attempt, I thought was going to cure everything in my life or fix everything. So don't neglect yourself, especially up here for what you're trying to do out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like focus on both of those, or at least make sure that you're conscious of, of your mental state throughout all this, because if you land on a diet that works really well and you're miserable, then you're not really doing yourself any long-term favors. So that three, I love that. Especially the last one, just, just plug on, on what ALG is going to be. Um, so both John and I want to be way more than just weight loss people. Like, like I, I like, but you also have to own what you know and you have to own what you have results in. 
Um, and so for me, what ALG is going to turn into as we progress it is, so I believe there's six areas to life, to living a balanced life. There's physical, mental, spiritual, relationships, community, and money. And as you learn how to live accountable in all six areas, that's where happiness comes from. That's where fulfillment comes from. Because there, there's plenty of yoked out of their mind guys that are miserable. And there's yeah. plenty of wealthy people that are miserable. And so it's, it's all about living as balanced as you can. We're starting with health. We're starting with mental because that's where we have a lot of success in. Um, and as we progress the show and as we bring on more people and as we, as we make it encompassing, I'm excited to like truly make it a lifestyle, living an accountable life. Um, yeah, and like so that that's where lot. we're going. So, that's yeah. Cool, sir. Yeah. So well, is that like pillars of happiness, right? Is that exactly. already? Yes. Is that already a term? If it's not, you should use it. I'll Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have our legal team look into it. By legal <laughs> team, I mean, have your I mean people Dave. call my people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben, I want to thank you for, uh, you know, etching out some time in your busy day to spend with us right now. And uh, where can people find you? Where's the podcast? Because I know that you have an amazing podcast that I've actually been featured on. So people should definitely go check out that episode. Yeah. And uh, where can we find that? Where can we find you? Uh, so the easiest one-stop shop would be um, I have primalbro.com. So you can go to oh. www.primalbro.com. There's links to my Instagram where I'm at primalbro. Uh, I have a YouTube page, which is mainly just uh, audio recordings from podcasts that I do. Uh -huh. uh, there's also a tab for the podcast, the Primal Brocast, but you can look that up. Uh, it's on it's Apple, Spotify, Google, um, basically everywhere, at least that's mainstream to me. Uh, and like I said, I put on YouTube. Um, I don't, I'm Primal Bro everywhere. So if you get on any social media that's nice. <laughs> or anything, just uh, look for Primal Bro and 99 out of 100 times, it's going to be me or it won't exist. Uh, so, but yeah, I'm I like pri that. primalbro.com. That kind of hubs you out to everywhere, but I'm super active on Instagram. Uh, and then I obviously, my podcast is my passion project because much like you guys, I, uh, it centers heavily or we go back to weight loss and diet a lot of times, but like I've talked to a lot of different people at this point, like CEOs and, uh, MMA fighter. So like That's trying awesome. to be eclectic, you know what I'm saying? I feel you. I, dig it. Yeah. I love it. Well, Ben, uh, again, thank you very much for uh, spending this hour and a half, two hours with us. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your what is now Sunday afternoon. Thank you. Yeah, I had a great time. Thanks for having me. Oh, JK, me, it's Friday. This is fake. They're listening yeah, it's to Friday. Friday. It's, yeah. it's Friday. Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday morning. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Friday at noon. It'd be 12, 12. If you're watching this live, it's like 12. It's like it's one one thirty probably right now. Yeah, we got to stop doing <laughs> you that. You started it when right. it came out. Yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy uh, the rest of your I day. I love you all. Thanks, Thanks for guys. joining. Cheers. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe, comment, rate, do everything that they actually do on the social media platforms. And uh, yeah, talk to you guys later. Toodles.